diamonds in my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be out your mind. I'm deep, got a sign. Smoky in the air, that's a lot of crime. Pockets running over with the dollar sign. Try to take it from me. Welcome to episode 344 of 4th and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Mr. Primo and Mr. Mal and Damn Skippy, a.k.a. Hollis Thomas in the building. Tonight we are talking the wide receiver prospects, uh, trying to give you a little rundown. As you know, it is draft season. Uh, it's the reason for the season. We're excited about, you know, a lot of the prospects. We did running back prospects. If you haven't got to see that, Make sure you go back to see the latest episodes so you can get caught, caught up on all the draft knowledge. I mean, we were we we're really hamming it up about running backs, and tonight we're going to talk about the wide receivers. And but before we get into the wide receivers, we are going to talk about the wide receiver group. Um, obviously, it's, uh, you know, the coaches out there speaking. You know, they're having their little meetings out there. We're having our little meetings. Up, but how are you guys doing today? Are you guys excited about draft talk? Hey man, we we are uh, we are inching near. Actually, now that I look at it, right now we are less than a month away from the NFL draft as we sit here we on actually... March twenty eighth. Uh, so, man, I'm excited, and uh, we're looking at a position tonight that is one uh, of the more exciting positions, in my opinion, to look at. Uh, I mean, I know, you you know how people love bringing up around draft time uh, <laughs> with the offensive linemen. They talk about their oh well, it's not the sexy pick. These 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 are the sexy picks we're talking about here tonight. We got the wide receivers, the playmakers. Um, and we've already got two solid ones, man. I'm I'm looking to uh, to add to our stable and uh, get into it, man. Yeah, man. We we talking about the wide receivers tonight. I mean, it's something I definitely look forward to. I mean, if there's anything that I look forward to the most is just to see Evan and Maul go at it. You know, what I mean, about prospects. we're not talking running backs tonight, bro. No, that's all right though. But it's still it's still wide receivers. I'm pretty sure you guys are gonna find something to go ahead and go at it about. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's a, it's a it's a good topic to talk about tonight. Looking forward to it. I mean, like you said, the draft is only but less than a month away. You know, I mean, excited. Let's ready to get there. The thing that I'm already cracking up at is I just saw the first one of the first comments was give Quez a chance. Well, <laughs> gave Quez a chance, and we if he had a if he had a season second, we wouldn't be talking about this shit right now. We be talking about another position. But, but seeing as uh, the third wide receiver. Is what we need the most help at, you know. I think, and I, I'm I'm excited to talk about it because I I broke down a few guys. Even I even went back and found a guy that me and, me and Mal was talking about. Uh, the guy from uh, that's coming out of Iowa State. JSN. Oh, Hutchinson. 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 Yeah, I went back and went back and looked at him and, and took a look at him and and it, it's it's a few guys that I feel like that are going to be like slightly sleepers, but I feel like it's it's one guy that in particular. I've been watching him his whole his whole time at, at the University of Purdue, and I think he fits what we do extremely well. And I think I think we're gonna we're gonna mess around and get him because he's not really highly touted, but he's highly touted. So I think hmm. it's, it's a, a, the kid. Uh, I'm not gonna reveal it yet. It's one of my one of my sleepers. You know, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do the show in the first 30 seconds though. All right, you know, you can, you, you can, uh, you can. That's a nice little teaser right there. Yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to give him teaser. Uh, uh, well, why don't we get into it? I mean, we'll we'll talk about the wide receiver group. Um, if you look at the group here, you know, you, the one to three looks, I, I mean, really great one to two. But you know, we we start talking about wide receiver three. We're talking about upgrading. We're always, you're always talking about upgrading the positions. Uh, AJ Brown has been, you know, he's been worth every bit of, uh, you know 
draft capital money we're paying him. Devontae Smith, he's he's been a route guy like we expected to do. Quez Watkins, that's where we need to uh we have we have some concerns, questions. We still believe in his ability. Uh, you know, Tyree Cleveland, Devon Allen, Britton Covey. <laughs> Uh, that's when you, you know, you get to Jag territory. Obviously yeah. we're going to give, we're going to give Britton Covey his props for, uh, you know, being a special teamer. But at the end of the day, we need to upgrade the position. It's not about, um, staying, uh, you know, pat and being okay with everything. You have to always think upgrade. So, uh, you know, thinking about the wide receiver group, your biggest concerns right off the bat. Um, I, I think that you just need to cut the fat, man, cut the dead weight. Uh, cause I, I really think that. Like, you, you look at a guy, and I'm not trying to take shots at, at anybody on this roster, but, you, like, last year was somewhat of an experiment with Britton Covey. Uh, yeah. he, we went into this year, uh, the past season, kind of expecting him not to really fill in at all in the wide receiver uh, room, but to really help us in a spot where we were severely lacking in the return game. Um, and to be honest with you, that experiment, whatever you want to call it, it was underwhelming. I mean, um, if he could have maybe popped a run, a run back at some point during the year, I could see the value in it. But as it stands right now, um, he's a very undersized wide receiver and he doesn't really bring what it takes in the return game. And so, uh, you just think about guys that you're only able to dress 53 men on Sunday. Um, so 40, 40, 45, 45 men on Sunday. That's a, that's a, oh, well, to help you out with that, it's a. Yeah, that's why when um, I learned this, uh, the fun, it was funny when I learned this. I'll tell you later. But it's, it's only only forty five or forty eight of the fifty three up, so you have to choose and pick and choose who's up, and it goes with the thing. Continue. I, I, no, I'll no but that, that's exactly my point. Is that like we we brought Britton Covey in as a guy to fill a very specific need, and he wasn't even able to do that. So if you're able to go get a wide receiver, I know that Braxton Barrios is already off the table, but a guy that is able to fill in as a wide receiver three and also contribute in the t- return yeah. game, I think that's exactly what you're looking for. I was gonna I was gonna pick, piggyback off what uh what uh what Ed was saying was we only you only get to dress so many and that guy you got one guy that's doing just one thing you when you when you pick your third or fourth wide receiver they should be able to fill in where need be that's what the linebackers and the DBs because on such teams you have most linebackers DBs and tight ends those guys are, are are expected that if one of the guys that are starting if they go down they're expected to come in and give help on that spot. I don't think we were expecting uh, Covey to come in at any point in time, no matter who got hurt. It was uh, it was just one of those things where we we were expecting way more from him from him than we got, and that's why I feel like we we needed we needed more out of the number three receiver. And I think that's where where our animosity is coming from because of what Quez didn't give us, and like when Quez was doing good early on, and we felt like he had he had three Batman's at first because he was doing pretty good. Then he starts sticking up the joint. And we felt like felt like we found who Robin really was. We started looking at the return guy. All he was doing was standing back there and fair catching. It's like, damn. It's like we need we need we needed still some help that And we, when he wasn't getting fair catch, he was yeah. uh, he was getting blown up. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, it, and it goes to what you said too, it's like it's we only have forty five up. We're wasting a spot because we can have somebody who can play receiver and or 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 somebody who can play DB that can uh, be a punt returner and, yep. and be both. It's like so you kind of wasting the spot uh, on the guy who can be fresh for us and up. Mm. What about you, Mal? What you what you thinking over there? Hey, I mean, <clears throat> a lot of people talking about trade quest, the cut quest. I'm not necessarily saying that, but no. I've definitely been saying the whole time upgrade the wide receiver three. People downplaying the importance of a wide receiver three, but I think if you 
look at what this offense needs to be to be able to carry a defense that might not be as good or as talented this year. Uh, you need somebody that's going to step up. And we saw Quez had opportunities to do it. I mean, he didn't play terribly, right? But, no. you know, his his mistakes to drop in the Super Bowl to fumble versus Washington are the things that stand out to you as, like, plays that just can't happen, right? So, you know, <laughs> how, how much can Jalen rely on him, you know, because yeah. this is a game about confidence too. Um, and so when you have two horses like uh, Devontae and, and like um, like Swole Batman, you, you got to make a play for somebody uh, and I'm excited to get into it because this draft has a ton of really good wide receivers. So I think yeah. that this is a great time to get somebody <laughs> day two, early day three, uh, that could eventually become a, a, you know, you could groom to become a starter. Now, obviously, the uh, Eagles have two first-round picks. You know, that 30th pick, people are very excited about that 30th pick. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say more excited than the 10th pick, but um, in terms of uh, trying to figure out what we do, whether it move back or stay pat, uh, that is kind of like where people are thinking maybe a wide receiver if they're like, you know, tied in. You know, I know Eagles Twitter might be uh, I've seen the JSN <laughs> early. Um, I'm not I'm not taking anything from JSN, but I'm just saying not, not a 10. Um, you know, if you, I were think, to, if you were to trade back the same way I feel about Bijan, I kind of feel yeah. about JSN. If, if you're able to trade back into the teens and still get them, I mean, absolutely. That's valuable, man. And then again, wide receiver is a position that the Eagles do draft in the first round. That is it. Yeah, is, but they, the, 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 we've they missed go off what they did several late. times. But it, but they, yeah, I was going to say. Not oh, the last time. Yeah. Not no, definitely time. not the last time. <laughs> I mean, I think I think the whole experiment part is pretty much like done and over with. We we gave Quest more than enough time. I mean, bro, mm-hmm. you got he, he, he got thrown into a category where, you know, I mean, you had different Batmans and just to be just to be in that category, you would think that drop that would hype, man, bro. Yeah, you would think that that would, that, that would hype that man up, and you know, what I mean, it'd be a big thing and, and get the best out of him. But I mean, yeah. it's like you guys mentioned, there were some key plays that didn't get uh, he didn't follow through with, and they were big, yeah. you know, and they were big moments. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just time to go ahead and definitely upgrade in that position. Um, like you guys said, man, there's a lot of talent in this draft that's coming up, so I think you know one of these studs could definitely go ahead and fill that gap. I'm not, you know, I agree with you, man. I'm not saying that, you know, cut them or, or trade them or anything like that. But I mean, at, at the end of the day, the business is business. If if that was yeah. to happen, it is what it is. But, you know, I mean, yeah. I think uh, it's definitely time to go ahead and put that attention to, you know, upgrading on that third uh, wide, wide receiver three position. Just putting out, it out there, 2.7 mil is freed up if they do decide. Well, no, the thing, the thing, uh, the thing yeah, with, with this is I want competition there. Absolutely. It brings out the best in everybody. Exactly. Uh, and if, if you and um, the, if we didn't have any kind, he didn't, he didn't have to worry about Covey or the, uh, Devin Allen taking the stuff. You could get complacent like that. And yeah. once they draft, once they draft, I think they should draft somebody in the second round. That's what, uh, my thinking because it'll put his ass on notice one because the second round is making the game. And you better, you better start, you better push Covey out the way and start catching some of the fucking punch and, and become and become a returner because because that uh, kid that they drafted in the second round. Once he garners the playbook and they put a little continuity and confidence in that kid and start believing in him, your ass is you gonna you gonna have to make plays to get your ass on the field. And that's yeah. just, just you had your chance to be teacher's pet. You fucked it up. You brought her right now. Facts. <laughs> now people in the chat, if you if you have players, I know there's some questions already. I'll, I'll try to get to those in, in a little bit. But if you have players that you uh, want to talk about, let us know in the chat and we'll try to bring those up. 
But as we go through, let's let's let let's start from yeah. the top and, and move down a little bit. You know, obviously yeah. the guys that I, you hear. Can I throw a uh, a, a non uh, rookie coming in, but just a name I've seen floated yeah. out there, uh, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry, oh, do anything? Well, not on Jarvis. Out on Jarvis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he got a lot of wear on the tires, but he a yeah. professional. As a wide receiver, so he, three though, in, yeah, he can play the slot well. I mean, he could I, maybe yeah. still it's, return. It's not contagious over here, bro. Um, you know I mean? Not, not feeling all. it. Not feeling it. You know, like contagious, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, hey, a few years ago, I probably would have, I probably would have did it, but. I think when he was talking that shit about Cleveland had the best receiving core in the NFL before a, a game was even fucking played, and then they snuck up the joint. I don't need that kind of bullshit there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's just a guy that's hyping up his own squad at the same time. Hey, man. I mean, it's, like, it's time. It's time to get younger. If you can, if you can draft there, and there's suitable guys that like I was talking about earlier about this. If you look at the scenario, you know, you got you got one A, one B. You know, this is an opportunity where you can get really, you know. You can you can get luxury with this pick, yeah. where it's like this guy could be potential, you know, one B down the road if they they plan to you know move off one of the players, said players that we have in here. Not to say that you want, but you also you get a guy marinating in the the wide receiver room with two talented prop like you have AJ Brown and you have mm-hmm. Devontae Smith, and then you bring in a rookie into that that. Is sitting next to these great wide receivers. This is that's a great luxury to what, have. What what you just said is something that I secretly fear in the back of my head. I don't want to lose AJ or Devontae, bro. I want them to be in life, bro. I mean, I you, you, you lose <laughs> one of them. Boys, I know, man. I know. That's the sad part, bro. I don't want to lose either one of them. Unfortunately, uh, I mean, it's just the it's the nature of the beast. You're talking about yeah. two to three years. Yeah. Um. The the wide receiver prices are going. The one thing I, I do know is like until he becomes until AJ becomes one of the lower paid receivers and doing what he do, we're we gonna have to pay Devontae we're gonna have to pay Devontae pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. And Devontae's gonna get a, a pretty penny, man. Yes, yeah, sir. He ain't gonna be cheap. Yeah. Nope. And then you uh but when you look at it, I think we, we should be positioned to at least keep one, possibly two both both of them. Uh and it, it's like it's one of those things where sometimes when you get a lot of cheese, you kind of want to keep winning. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, we we've seen we weren't expecting both Slay and Bradbury back, so you know how he's yeah. made magic happen before. I feel well, like yeah. with this with this wide receiver group though, you mentioned Jarvis Landry. No matter what, they have to add a veteran to this group, right? Like Tank mm-hmm. already talked about competition. Covey and Devin Allen aren't really going to push a no. wide receiver no. forward for snaps, no. right? They're like, they're not going to make somebody seat hot. So I still want to vet. It may not be Jarvis Landry. You know, maybe it's somebody that gets cut during training camp. Maybe it's yeah. somebody that gets freed up later on for like a day three pick next year. But still add to this group because, you know, I, I like what Zach Pascal brought. Like, we, we yeah. don't really have that dog right now, right? And yeah. like, he was the first person jumping on the pile when somebody hit Jalen <laughs> Lake. Yeah. yeah, he got there before my lot of got. Like, you don't you don't have that guy in the room. He's like PJ so, Tucker, bro. He's yeah, playing that, hard. You, you need that goon in the wide yeah. receiver room yeah. that plays your special team reps and all of that stuff. And, and right now, I don't know that we have that person. We so, you know, I don't think that they cost you a lot, but I do feel as though we're missing that that piece or that component. And I don't know that I'm drafting a rookie to do that. I don't really yeah. see a rookie that well, had that in him like that. Well, uh, maybe Cedric Tillman, but uh, you know, that's a little drop, but yeah, but <laughs> well, no, uh, we still need I, that. I, back. Well, no, I was going to say sometimes um, you, you got to bring a tough rookie in sometimes. And when you, 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 you know, who's that tough motherfucker because yeah. they come in and they come in trying to get on the field by any means necessary. Yeah. They got to go knock the crap out of somebody or right. return. 
a black. They're trying to get on the field. They're trying to be seen. That's yeah. the type of receiver I, I expect my third wide receiver to be. Yeah. And, he, mm-hmm. like and what one name I keep seeing floated down the timeline as well in the, in the name of vets. Yeah. Um, that I just don't get, man. DeAndre Hopkins. Listen, oh. DeAndre Hopkins is a great wide receiver, yes. but like you bring uh, him to here, bro, we got way too many mouths to feed up man, in here, bro. Like, what are you talking about? But I, but I, think, yeah, but I think DeAndre wants to win, though. Yeah, if he if he wants I, to I win, yeah, but a, a, a top flight wide receiver is not gonna. He's only gonna go so far low with yeah. his contract. I don't know how many games you have flexing between AJ Brown and the and and, and not not playing well, right? Because we yeah. saw that AJ started to get a little bit frustrated the tail end of the season, right? Like yeah. his his body language definitely spoke to the fact he wanted the rock. You added Devontae Hopkins in the mix. He, he's a vet. He's somebody that's well respected, yeah. but like. Yo, how many squeaky wheels can you feed, bro? Yeah, you still right, got to run the ball. You still got a lot of other stuff to do. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't – I for me, I think uh, a rookie, I tank what you said day two. I'm thinking that 30th pick is perfect because you still want that fifth-year control, right? If you got yeah. somebody that's really a baller, that's op- keeping that championship window open. But, like, this year's rookie class, to me, is perfect to find that person that slides in, learns for a couple of years, and if necessary, if you got to ship, like you said, one of these dudes off. Boom, step in it and let's keep this but, thing but one of the thing one of the things that i'm keeping in the back of my mind too though is like how much do you guys anticipate this eagles offense changing because we're talking mm. about obviously we have um a lot of the same pieces but we also are losing like our lead running back yeah. and uh, until that uh, that void is filled like do you think that the eagles are going to be a lot more pass reliant no nah, because well I, I don't think so i think uh I think I think uh, Gainwell showed you what he could do in the in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know I if like he's my, an every down back though, man. Yeah, well, none of the, none of these guys that we got are every down back, but they they you know the the switch that they do. Yeah, I mean you know bringing you know the being in and out it helps out a lot. Having those yeah. options is is key, and you know I mean Miles Sanders had a great year, but then you know when he was down and out. You had Gainwell or uh, Boston Scott step in, and that's what we need. I think we'll be fine there. I mean, I agree with you, man. We definitely have to fill that void. Uh, but going back to what you had mentioned about, you know, you're scared of uh, Evan. You had mentioned about you're scared that a a, a rookie Losing wide receiver. No, 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 no. I'm just saying a, a rookie wide receiver coming in on that wide receiver three spot because you're looking for you know you would you would want rather a vet uh, to to boost. I just want to use Devontae Smith as an example. Remember when he mm-hmm. came into the league. You saw how hungry that kid was. Yeah. I would love to have another wide receiver. Like I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, and I agree with you. I think, and I think Devontae's mentality is exactly what you're looking for. But I yeah, also yeah. think that that is not something that just grows on trees. Absolutely, Devontae is a type. No, I'm but saying like Devontae. If, if, if it's there, it's there. No, totally, yeah. totally. But I think that Devontae is so like. Well, one of the things that I love that came out from Devontae earlier this year was just talking about how dude doesn't go out. He just sits yeah. at home. And Jaylen, but when you got money like that and you're in your young 20s, like yeah. dudes want to spend money. And I totally yeah. get that. I can't knock them for it. They All have right. the money to spend. But when you get a guy that has that mentality of I just want to win, I just want to be the best I could possibly be, that's invaluable. And that, that's why I think I think it's very important to like develop a younger talent mm-hmm. to come in here. This is where you get a cheaper, younger talent, and like he can he can just look across the way and he's learning from some of the best guys to do it. And I think it was, in, in this draft, there's a lot of uh, prospects that you know we got some big guys, we got Nate. some slot guys, we got some guys that can uh, you know on the back end that can play 
uh, special teams. And we're gonna we're gonna we should we should get into it. We're, yeah, let's get into yeah, it. Uh, about, you know, it, it could be on that, on that development part. It's a disclaimer. Don't come in and need too much motherfucking development. You getting paid like everybody else. All I need is motherfucking tenacity and some willingness to take coaching. If you if you come in with that, your development is is gonna be is gonna be there. I don't need no damn project. I don't need no can't. I don't need no fucking can't get right. I don't need nobody who's dumb in the back of rocks either. You mean like Josh Gordon? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah. Don't need no shit like that. So our first uh, prospect to talk about, um, you know, he, he's getting a he's getting a, a lot of buzz, but uh, I'm not, you know, TCU wide receiver Quentin Johnston. Uh, I mean, on paper, you know, the size six three, two eight. Um, at the end, you know, I, I watch this guy's game a lot. Um, you know, while he he's got the big body, he he doesn't play as physical as you would like from. You know, you we we're used to seeing some physical wide receivers across the way from uh, Devontae Smith. So I mean, at six three two oh eight, he's a guy that has rack ability, and he's also, you know, he's elusive uh, in open field. But uh, what what are you guys' thoughts on Quentin Johnson? Yeah, man, I was uh, I'll jump in here. You know, I was excited, man. Right, that like, oh man, it was I was mocking him number ten. I was geeked up, boy, because you know when you look at the physical profile. He, he looks like what you want, the rack ability, right? Catch the rock. Get, I mean, the moves when he has the ball in his hands, he looks like a running back. The problem is he has to get the ball into his hands as a wide receiver. Um, and the drops, right? Like a 10.2% drop percentage and a 40.7% catch percentage. You, you can't have that. What a do his size, man? If you invest in somebody in the first round, um, you either want them to not drop the ball or make highly contested catches. The fact that he can do neither, um, you know, for me, I pushed him way down my board uh, to wide receiver four at the end of the first round. And, you know, one of the other things that I noticed is that he's a high strider, right? Like as a wide receiver, that's that tall. You don't want to give that much of a strike zone to people. Um, and so Kelly Ringo got work. He got with him in the, in the uh, national championship. Um, and so these big physical receivers in the NFL, man, he's going to have issues. So, I like Quentin Johnson from a physical standpoint. He's an athletic freak, but uh, unless you're moving him to running back like they did with Cordell Patterson, um, he might have some issues early on in the NFL with consistency. And that would be a massive-bodied running back as well, too. Yeah. Six, three, like but that. You, that would be nutty. But, but, but would you consider that a project? That's a I project not not this. worth the yeah, first no, round. They, you know, no, no, definitely not the first round. round but yeah. it's a project. If he's there, you know, I mean, in the later rounds or something like that, it's if a project, right? If he fell, yeah, I mean, man. I, I went back and I saw that TCU game a little bit just to get, you know, a little, do a little homework on this kid, Johnson. And, yo, he, he got shut down bad. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. So it's just like you said, Mal, like, you coming into the NFL, I'm pretty sure a lot of these guys are going to have your number at the end of the day. So it's just like, yeah. And, and to just build off what Mal said, like, I completely agree with the fact of, like, you look at just him on paper and physically and athletically, the dude yeah. is a freak, man. Like, he really is a, le a legitimate athlete. Yeah. No but, and I, and I, and Jay Cross, I hate to be that guy, but I, I, somewhat agree with you in here where i'm not sitting saying because of tcu i'm saying you're saying tcu wide receiver with a 10 percent drop rate i've seen that one before yeah um, no thanks yeah we saw, we, saw, we saw that for way too long didn't yeah we? they're definitely different wide receivers right like Jay 100 percent. i mean physically two they're two different, different players wide yeah. receivers. but i've i've been once that I, I i think that yeah. the crop if, if for the wide receivers is is strong enough to where yeah. Like he's not Quentin Johnson isn't the only guy coming out this year. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's one of we, when, when you got out. 
And when you say first round, when you put first, when you put first round stamp on it, yeah. I expect things for my first round. Yeah. If you're if you're yeah, a first yeah, round yeah. wide receiver, in my opinion, you should be able to step in day one and at least be a wide receiver two on the team. Yeah, and he he can't do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna talk about some folks here that y'all really yeah. like that got drop issues and, and can't make contested catches. I know. Either, so I know. I, I want to see if we're gonna keep this energy the same, bro. <laughs> All right. Not quit, it's it's there it is. No, there it starts. <laughs> yeah, you, you know the deal. I'm just talking about receivers. I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't pick a receiver now. Okay, how about uh, how about how about we how about we move off of uh Quentin because I think I think we all kind of firmly agree that I don't think yeah, the Eagles crazy. are you know no. um now JSN or Jackson Smith in Jigba uh yeah. out of Ohio State you know I think uh he's a guy who has been reliable like when you see some of his uh routes I, I think he, he could fall to the category of QB's best friend um you know he, he's reli- reliable. Um, you know, and and I'm not gonna say he's the breakaway guy, but um, you know he's got enough speed to do it. Um, I think uh, if Jalen had him as his wide receiver three, that would be a very consistent uh, uh, guy with some nuance to his routes. You know, if if you're going to force the idea of wide receiver late in the first. You know, I, I could I could get down if you guys believe if they believe that he he he's got the talent. What do you what do you guys think about um, JSN? I've been uh, I've been watching him for quite some time. I think he's one of those ones that I I really like, and he's got the dog in him. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got the dog in him. Yes. Uh, yes. He was out there. He was out there with the with uh what's called a uh, the uh, Harrison Harrison boy and other and a couple other receivers. And he still was able to get on the field. And he yeah. was supposed to go through God. He was he the his yards after catches what I, I love too. And the, and his catch uh-huh. radius and catching the ball. He didn't have very many drops. He didn't have that ten percent yep. drop thing you exactly. speaking about. And, exactly. and I feel like uh, I feel like he'll play special teams without without uh without pitching him on it. Mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's he's there to do anything he can to get a team to win. When you listen to uh listen to him talk one of his dreams is playing in the pros. When your dream is playing the pros, you don't yeah. really want to come out from other than the field. Right. And I love I love to hear that for people that it's like you you gotta have people that love to play football that wanna come in and do everything. Yeah. Yeah, and to, to be honest with you, there's not many things about JSN that there isn't to like. I think he's a really good wide receiver um, prospect, and I think that, you know, just looking at this Eagles team and the exact position that we're looking to fill, I think he'd be a perfect fit for the slot. Uh, yeah. It all it all comes down to where the Eagles value him, in my opinion, because I don't think that – personally, I don't think, considering our wide receiver group, it would be advantageous for us to take him at 10, and I think that he is a top 15 player. Yeah. Um, so I think that if you were to acquire him, it would be by means of trying to trade back a few picks and acquiring some day two picks, hopefully. Um, but other than that, uh, like I completely agree with you. I think he's going to be one of the top wide receivers that comes out of this class and he's got, he's going to be a pro bowler one day. Um, but I just don't know. It might be a, a right team, wrong time sort of situation for the Eagles. Yeah. I, I like Jackson, man. That's my wide receiver one in this draft. Um, just a couple of things to throw out. So he forced 19 missed tackles in 21, had nine to 10 contested catches. And so when you're talking about a dude that can make you miss right in open space, and you see that all the time, um, an expert route runner, probably the best route runner in the, in the draft. 
and then also somebody that can go up and catch it right with other people surrounding them in, in traffic like those are the things that you look for in a person that doesn't profile as a burner um one of the down pieces to him clearly is that he spent 83 percent of his career in this in the slot right wow. so he's not somebody that has the value to kick outside and i think that's where people see him um as less valuable at 10 because he doesn't offer you that outside experience right? like he's not somebody that could become an ex in the future um but on the same note i think that ev what you said and tank i say you i got you um but ev what you said makes a ton of sense is that like he he comes in he has a role right like what we want him to do yeah like and what we need he's a perfect fit for and so i've i've come around to him if all things happened and the eagles couldn't find a trade partner to move back that jsm would be somebody i'll be okay with that 10 because he'll come in here he's that same type of dude he's gonna be on the film he, he who we gonna be at the compound with right Jalen, Devonte, it's gonna be he gonna be right there with him arriving at the same time and so you know you're talking about people that fit the culture jsm for me fits the culture um and somebody i'm excited to see uh, play for this team if the opportunity presents itself. And I saw yeah. Pete, Pete uh, with the comment here. He said Brian Hartline uh, is coaching up these yeah. wide receivers. Brian yeah. Hartline, if you guys don't remember him from I back know, in the day, I remember crafty, crafty. You know, slow, but uh, exactly. But to what Matt, Matt, what you were saying is they they said the same thing about uh, Justin Jefferson not being able to play on the outside. But see, Jefferson, the year before they won the championship, spent most of his time outside. That unfortunately, because JSN only played for a year, that he like all of his concentrated snaps are in the slot. I don't really he, he could kick outside because he could win with with the routes. Yeah. But I think that you really, when you have Devonte and you have AJ outside, <laughs> and then you put him in the slot, um, that puts a lot of pressure on the defense trying to figure you out. Yeah, but it, it's like that's what. But it, it was like. When they, when people put that, uh, like just like you said, he only had a short time left. So that means that you don't know if he can do it. When I, I hate what I not I don't like when people put that moniker on you. Well, he only can play in the slot. Well, you yeah. put him outside. Yeah, it's like you haven't seen him outside yet. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, I just think sometimes when people say that, that you, know, you know, just see if he can play. But all we need to play is the slot right now, though. Well, think about it though. Look who was playing outside, right? Like you have Chris Olave, you have yeah. Harrison Jr. Yeah. So you have these dudes that proved to be outside receivers. And so to also kind of counter your point, like he ain't go outside for a reason because it was dudes outside that was real killers. <laughs> and and so it was like, go, I play your position, out, bro. And why would he go outside here? Because yeah, we, have we got straight killers on the outside. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. Listen, I'm all for JSN. Um, I think he would be a great addition to this team. Mm. Now, so we talk about that. We just talking about slots. You know, a, a possible uh, an, an, another prospect that that could be seen as a, a slot player with us. Um, Jordan Addison. Uh, he, he did spend time uh, at Pitt, transferred to USC. Still uh, had a. a, a a solid year uh, at the beginning of uh draft takes, you know, some people had him as a wide receiver one, but then today I thought, I thought he was a uh, super scrappy. I think um, he's a guy that I could, you know, I, I'm not, you know, like I, I'd say second around second round. I feel a little bit more um, cool with his game. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> some of, at, the, at the end of the day, I, I kind of like moved him down my board um, in, in terms of, I, I elevated JSN over Addison. Um, what, what, what was your overall feelings about Jordan Addison? 
I'll go. I I thought <laughs> yeah, I thought uh but as soon as I was watching the kid play, I thought about Nelly. Oh, you just God. say Nelly because of USC. <laughs> yeah, no, nice. but he just reminded me of the same thing, same, same thing. It was just like, but he gets a pass because he was at Pitt. But he, he's like, it's everything the Gale said. He's, he was scrappy. I think I think he didn't get that many looks because everybody was looking at Caleb Williams, uh, the, the QB. So yeah. uh, um, he caught some screens and he was, I think he, was, he would be a good Bible uh, threat. But I'm looking to put Quez on notice. But like, yeah. bring him in there. It was it's just another quest. I mean, that's that's what I see. I see another quest. We we have this already. We have, we already have this, and we're trying to get him to play. Ain't no use us having two of these jokers when they're trying to get them to get their ass to play. And I don't see him. See, when I think of a third receiver, a uh, third or fourth receiver fighting for time to play, I think of a guy who's who's gritty, who's thick like JSN, and will come in there and play on some special teams and stuff and knock the shit out of the people, but also knows how to play the slot. And will give us the time that we need. Give us the uh, uh, the projection we need from the third or fourth guy. Because this past year, all we got it from was Pascal, and with the other guys, they were just kind of just dressed in uniform and wasting the, wasting the roster spot at that time. Um, just, 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 just what I see. At the end of the day, it's like I, I question on how these guys uh, make these judgments on this on these wide receivers, because this guy right here, I don't even know how he's number two to be honest with you. Man. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I, if there was a concern, yeah, I, I looked at the, the the height and his yeah. body weight, but you know, Devontae Smith kind of like just changed my whole atmosphere when it came to that. You know, what I mean, because here here's somebody that came into the league slim and everything, mm-hmm. and, and, and became Reaper. a monster. Yeah, he's a he's yeah. a monster. So I don't question yeah. that. But you know, the guy is known for small like small plays. Um, they he they they made it very noticeable that he is aware of the field at all time when he's playing the game, where the first down marks are at you know, how to stay inbound and stuff like that. His feet work is real good. They do, they do mention that a lot, but you know, there are concerns again, not, not concerns that I'm focusing on, but there's concerns in the league of his size, you know, just being that small time player instead of that big agility player that the NFL, you know, is pretty much big one. Yeah. I mean, definitely with the stature thing, right. That like at 173 pounds, he isn't Devontae, but what he does do well is run routes, right? And I think that that quickly differentiates him and Nelson Aguilar is that Aguilar came in as a more athletic player. Um, Jordan Addison is a really well-attuned, well-adjusted route runner, um, somebody that spent a lot of time outside and also in the slot. You see USC used him very creatively in his last year there. So, you know, I think that he offers uh, upside that, you know, some of the other receivers that may be more athletic or larger don't just because he is a, a really good route runner. Um, I'm out on my brother because he has a 49% catch, contested catch percentage <laughs> and 23 drops in his career to give him a 9.5 drop percentage. And, my man, head and, to the new. And you're, got, and if you're, you're going to be that small, you better be holding on to that rock, my guy. And um, He's not doing that. You're kind, you're kind of making my point that I was going to make too. Uh, I'll start with the positive in that um, – we're talking about filling holes here, and this is a guy that was returning punts all three seasons uh, that he was at USC. So that is mm. something that we, you know, we could view as valuable. But you hit the nail on the uh, on the head there, uh, Mal, uh, because like I'm just looking. At, I was looking at his um, his uh, combine draft pro- profile, and I thought it was pretty uh, funny to me that Tyler Lockett is his pro comp that they, that they gave him. And yeah. I think about Tyler Lockett, I think he is one of the most handsy guys in the reliable. entire league. Reli- right. Most reliable. reliable. 
Yeah, right. he's one of the. I, in my opinion, I, I'm a I'm a Ty Lockett stand personally. Yeah, I, I think I think he is top ten hands in the league, and sure. um and his sideline ability, the way he's able to create space and um you know make a catch is top notch. Yeah. That's not Jordan Addison. So I just, I I just don't say, see that comparison I was about at all. To say, I, I played against uh, uh, this ages me. I played against uh, Tyler Lockett's uh, dad, mm-hmm. hmm. both in college and the pros. Uh, and then we, we, you see the kid, you see the kid, you see him small in stature, but you see just like just what uh, Ev just said, his reliability of of, hand, of, uh, of catching the ball and his route running abilities and the way he shakes people up and, and put them on notice. I don't see that out of, out of Addison. I don't. I don't even no. see the, the hands. The hands part. I don't see. Maybe he'll develop it. But I'm not. I'm tired of USC receivers coming in here and duping us. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he, he does get separation. I like. I like him. Uh, you yeah. know, he can get the separation. But again, um, I just think in the this what what we're trying to do is also in in your minds think about the board as we're going through draft day and do these guys fit into what we're trying to do. So. Be in mind that uh, the, think about the draft as we're going through uh, you know the, the draft process. They're, while the draft is going on, like, are do these guys actually fit? Like, you know, are they on your your radar? Or are they on our mm-hmm. on our board? Like, where where's the value? Like, you know, if I don't I don't see, like I also think the second round could be uh, that that territory that thirty that that could be a running back potential spot as well if you move back. So I'm I'm, th- I'm more thinking. Uh, Running back in the second round, if they were going to go, I know the Bijan stands are, uh, you know, they're in their fields right now. But <laughs> now, uh, moving right along, I feel man. Like you're trying to goat me here, pal. He's trying to go both of you guys. No, we, we we had a couple come on, earlier. Come on. We had a yeah. we had a couple Ding. earlier in there. <laughs> so, uh, there was a couple in there that said that, that we know he knows that we're talking about receivers, but he's still on the Bijan bandwagon. The Douglas Michael, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about a guy from Tennessee. I, I saw somebody in the chat already bring him up. Uh, wide receiver Jalen Hyatt. Um, if you go watch uh, some of his tape, there's uh, especially the Bama game. Uh, sure. The man put up a monster five touchdown game against. We're not talking uh, obscure state. We're talking about Bama. So when you, when you put up those kind of numbers against a Bama team, you know, it's going to put everybody on notice. But if you look at his tape, there's a lot of how the hell are they leaving this dude wide open, 10 yards off, no press, no one in his face. He's he's just, you know, running free like, you know, you know, he, he's looking like Deshaun Jackson out there with the amount of 50-yard touchdowns this guy's getting. I mean, We're, what are you guys feeling about Jalen Hyatt from uh, Tennessee? Jalen Hyatt, to me, is this guy. Uh, first of all, he, he's one of the top wide receivers for me in the draft. We're getting back into the the realm of guys that I really like. Uh, Jalen Hyatt <laughs> is a good-ass wide receiver. And if you just oh, yeah. look at him physically, man, like he is a physical freak. That dude showed up at the combine. I'm just yeah. – I mean, he was yeah. the number two uh, production score at the combine. The first uh, athletically among all the wide receivers. Um, to me, I mean, like, we've been burned before, man. I, I bring it up uh, every year around draft time. But, like, you looked at what DK Metcalf did in the combine and just what a physical freak he proved to be. And everybody got hung up on the, oh, what's his route tree, though? And then he comes in the mm-hmm. league, and he was elite, just like just like as it was predicted. Um, yeah. I think Jalen Hyatt is a great uh, wide receiver, and I think that'll translate to the league. Yeah, I have him as my 
wide receiver too, man. Um, definitely excited about him. Like you said, the athleticism is what really jumped out for me on tape. Um, he had a 14.1 average depth of target, which is healthy, right? That like you're not looking at most mm-hmm. times anything over 12, 12 and a half yeah. um, means that a person is getting busy deep down the field, 3.27 yards per route run. So like both of those things tell you that this is an elite deep wide receiver. Yep. Um, and also somebody that didn't necessarily have the same drop issues that a lot of the other wide receivers had. Yeah. For me, he's an end of the first round dude. Um, I just did a mock just chilling the other day and I mocked him to Kansas City because I just think that would be a lot of fun. Um, and I think, you know, even in this offense at 30, um, he would be explosive. The biggest questions are, you know, he only had one year of production. Um, I hope we get into his homeboy, Cedric Tillman, who I like is one of the top receivers in this draft. Um, but he only had one year of really explosive production and then he played almost 90 percent of his snaps from the slot. So he didn't ever really kick outside in a meaningful way either. So, you know, other things to, to get into, but uh, Jalen High is easily one of my favorite receivers in this draft. See, now, now, see, you're going to get it. We're gonna, they're going to be saying the same thing about him, and we're going to end up with Addison, and then he, somebody going to get him. I don't him, want Jordan Addison. Nah. Nah. Stop. Be, it's gonna don't be don't, don't start talking that into existence. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the thing with, with, thing with High is you're, you're hoping he's – I mean, you like, if you're going to draft him, you're hoping that he's more – Deshaun Jackson than he is um, like a, a Will Fuller, you know. Yeah. Will, Will Fuller could stretch Will the field, Fuller but Will Fuller years though, bro. He he gets also I, injured as well. I was gonna say Will Fuller's a good wide receiver, he's just injury. Yeah. Like, they're still waiting for him to come around. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the funny part is. Y'all 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 saying the key part. He's a good wide receiver when healthy. When is he healthy though? Yeah. All right. Uh, but Hyatt again, you, you know, you talk about field stretcher. You know, and again, when I start thinking about the offense, if wide receiver, wide receiver three, if he's a field stretcher, that's even that's a positive. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and the NFL loves speed. They're addicted to it. I think uh, people that play Madden are addicted to it. But well, speed is speed. Think, think about how yeah, we culture, used bro. Quez this year as well, too. I mean, like, yeah. even with Quez's drops, he was still keeping the defenses honest with his speed, and he still yeah. was able to stretch the field. You yeah. bring in a guy like Jalen Hyatt, who – has doesn't it doesn't have those drop problems has reliable yeah. hands and he could do the same sort of role as quez and just stretch the field it opens everybody up yeah they mentioned that a lot about him um in the notes you know that he definitely does take a lot of the safeties um attention you know opening up the field for the other receivers and for even the running back so i mean like like you said man i mean putting him in that wide receiver three that would be key because it would open up the game for aj Devontae. Yeah. And you know whoever our future running back is. There was a, I saw on tape. Uh, there was a play where. Um, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What's wrong, Brian? Are you are you uh, are you a little ag because Miles left? No, no, not at all, man. I'm good. <laughs> that was a little safe. Like whoever back here, whoever that may be. I just don't want to. I just don't want to come uh, today. Today we're talking about wide receivers. So I, I, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna leave the topic alone. I'm gonna leave that. Well, topic there's, there's a play on tape where Jalen Hyatt. Um, he scores a touchdown, and it's very similar to how Quez would score a touchdown. He scored a touchdown earlier in the season where he's in the slot, and then it, they kind of make the uh, safety, you know, you make a decision. If you, you if you choose wrong, come up, it's an easy it's touchdown a on the team. Master base, uh, type of if you hesitate one way, he has enough speed to get on top of you and beat the shit out of you. That's, yeah. what, that's, what, I like, that's what I like it, too, because it's like it, – when you get the, when you when you dealing with the safety, and I, I know the play you're talking about because it was sweet as fuck. Because I was like, ah, yeah, he's he's toast. It's like, and and that's what we we Quiz was Quiz is like that, but we 
get quiz, it's like, yeah, it's like a 50-50. Or the worst thing is somebody can yell out at you on the basketball court. Go ahead, let him shoot it. Mm. Well, yeah, the tough... (laughs) And the tough part with Hyatt, somebody mentioned it here, is press. He didn't face a lot of press, right? The way that Tennessee used them, they stacked them off the line of scrimmage. Like, they kept him away from press coverage. Uh, I was joking with Gail yesterday, but if I drafted him or, you know, if it's a situation where I'm trying to meet with him, I'm bringing my DB's coach. I want to know your release packages, bro. I want you to walk me through the things that we didn't see on tape for me to trust that you could do it at the next level. I mean, Uh, Because if you can't, I'm nervous, man, because it's different in the league, bro. You know, getting people open, you can still do it, still game plan them. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if I'm taking him at, to be a, a, a horse for me, he got to get himself open too. I can't always be game planning you. So, uh, mm-hmm. but man, I, I like Jalen a lot. Well, I, now, I, I like him as a, as a three right now. It's like we we we, we let's be let's be honest. If we we bring that kid and we make him a three, and we get a, a new running back for. For somebody in here, so he could uh, stop trying to out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, offense would be explosive. You add him, maybe a Zach Charbonnet, right? That yeah. like it, this offense all of a sudden um, has a lot of juice to it. And I think yeah. that that's where you gotta go, right? Is like I'm gonna lean into getting these weapons for Jalen, um, yeah. and I'm gonna patchwork a couple one year deals on the defense, get some people in here, that's what, uh, that's and, what and it looks like, like they're doing. Yeah, if like let's look, let's ramp up. If you look at what we've done so far defensively. We brought to, we brought a linebacker in here who got who got ousted who's still one of those who's one of those guys who I, I think is going to be a three down backer and he'll be a good blitz a blitz package guy. But we we also we went and got a couple of D. We kept we kept the um, nucleus of our secondary who yeah. was teaching other guys and we brought a couple of safeties in on some one year deals to prove a deal. It's like mm. it's a uh, low risk high va- high value uh, players that have already played yep. the league and you know what they're capable of doing. Now you. Yeah. And mix them with the young with the young core that we got, and we brought Fletch and we brought uh, BG back. Hey, it's time it's time for us to build the second core. Now, uh, Vic, Vic, go ahead. Now, now Vic mentions uh, wide receiver wide receiver three only gets like two to three targets a game in Philly. A wide receiver before the third round would probably be a waste. Um, injuries, bro. That's a but, that's a position of multiplicity, dude. Yeah, that exactly. injuries, anything can happen. Like I gotta get out of this singular mindset of like yeah. wide receiver three equals this. Yeah. Good wide receiver equals highly coveted, no matter what, right? Like yeah. you come yeah, across then, them, you bring them into your team, and you let yeah. your, you let the chips fall where they may. And two to help you out, Vic. If you if you good enough, you'll be getting the jet sweeps. You'll be you'll also exactly. find a way to get, get you to rock, bro. And get you in space. It's yep. like it's not, the two to three targets that we he was getting was mainly because he, he was wasn't very good. Exactly. It's like, it's like we it's like let's let cut don't don't come with the bullshit because that's bull. If he if he had to be catching any of those passes, they would be they would love to continue to go. He's there. a one trick pony, man. Quez is yeah, yeah, he's got the deep though, ball. That's it. Yeah, but yeah. even though he's a one trick pony, that trip was he was faltering on that trip for half the season. Yeah, I, that, that's the part I, I I was pissed off about. I was like, you, you can say that because mainly because Quez was a third receiver and you right. saw who was behind him. You you had a special team demon. Have you had a problem? Have you had a One thing before we get on, I, I just think you you can't not address an issue where we've we see we've seen multiple games lost by the hands, no pun intended, yeah. of uh, you know inconsistent hands, and that that's just what it is. I mean, and we're not coming down on Quez. I'm just it yeah. is what it is. You're just Damn. trying to 
figure this out. And it's also the first year AJ Brown played the whole season, right? Like we're talking about injuries, we're talking about substitutions. This is the first season that AJ played a whole season. And so if we're gonna look at his past injury history with the Tennessee Titans, you gotta take into consideration he might miss three or four of these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to go in here Britton Covey kicking outside yeah. for you. Um, you you know, you you might be in a bad situation. Yeah, not only that, not only that, man. I was like, was, when you when you look at it, teams are sometimes are going to take uh, take our guys away from uh, us with coverage. Yeah, you need that third guy to step up to come up and make some fucking plays to loosen yeah. things up. If right. they if they know this motherfucker is <laughs> only a fifty percent catch, they are going to single team his ass up and then just let him let him go, uh, let him, he he, he self check self check. We we, we got to get rid of the self check motherfuckers. We can't continue to have that bullshit. Just because we in love with them, I'm not in love with them. If you ain't making plays, I don't like you. Fuck that. <laughs> I, I made a pair of customs for Quez, so I, I you know, but Yo, I'm just being honest. Quest, I'm, I'm, be, I'm being honest. I'm being honest, man. I'm just being yeah. honest here. Um, what hands? What? <laughs> uh, Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I know uh, Helena mentioned uh, the other wide receiver we're going to bring up. And again, we're, we're moving our way down. We're trying to move our way down. You and got a boy is, on the list. Oh, wide receiver Josh Downs out of North Carolina. Um, I, I, I've ca- called him kind of like a wide receiver's best friend. I mean, obviously, 5'9", 171. What can you do? Uh, he, he fights for the football. Um, he, he attacks the football. He's, he's an asshole when it comes to yeah. dominating uh, his box where he's at. He's always trying to win. Uh, um, and it, it, like, can he do the jet sweeps? check can he do the crossing routes check is he there on the uh is he is he finding the zone spots in the zones check and uh he's making plays but um or your overall feelings about uh josh downs I, th- I think your description of the quarterback's best friend is a really good way of putting it. I mean, if you're just looking to bring him in and specifically to play in a wide receiver three role, uh, he could be like a little, he could be an effective dump off guy. Like you said, mm-hmm. he could do the jet sweeps. He could do the screens. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you just think about um, him con- kind of controlling the middle of the field uh, for you. That's totally a possibility. I think he's going to be a good player in the league. Just right, the drops right. are concerned as well, but yeah, well, he only had three of them at 22, right? And yeah. so, like, you know, 10 and 21, three of them at 22. And so, it's kind of like, which of them is he? Uh, for yeah. me, I like the fact that, like, it's what Gail said. I wish if he, I said this, if he was in Quentin Johnson's body, right? That if we did a body swap, <laughs> yeah, that would be a top five pick. This ain't freaky Josh Friday, Downs though. Is, is, a, is a goon when it, when it comes to playing football. He's just tiny. So you can move him around relatively yeah. easily, um, play 89% of his, his reps from the slot. So he comes in as a very specific sort of player. Um, I saw that he was being comped to Kadarius Tony. They are as different as players as I could imagine. Um, he just, for me, he doesn't have that short area quickness that I want from somebody that's his size. He ran better than I thought he would at the at the combine. But when you talk about being able to like quickly accelerate like Zay Flowers can, I'm okay with 
potentially dealing with Zay's drops because he can move like that with the ball in his hands. Mm -hmm. Josh is just not that deceptive. Um, <laughs> but did have 21 missed tackles forced in two years. So you see a little wiggle with him, uh, almost 20, 1,200 yards after catch in college, you know, through his career. So I have him as a mid-second-round pick, my wide receiver seven. Um, if you end up getting with him in the, in the second, some maybe in the third somewhere, that's a great value pick. Yeah. But, uh, you know, too small and slow for me. Yeah, I was going to say, he's going he's gonna to drop way further than you think he is. Uh, mm -hmm. I, think, I, I like him, but I, I was like, he's small and scrappy. So yeah, he's probably gonna be uh, somebody on somebody's team being small and scrappy. Listen, man, Gail was a wide receiver. He's got a soft spot for the small wide receivers. Well, I noticed. When, I noticed when he was. Uh, he well, was Steve Smith. But he, was, Smith uh, was, he, he is not Steve Smith. No, 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 no. saying he is. No, we're not saying he is. But if if you listen to Steve Smith, he loves Josh Downs. No, oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's out of his. He, Josh Downs is a dog, right? And that's like Steve he said. Smith is a dog. So in the end of the day, dog is gonna see dog. And I think that Josh Downs makes a career. He's gonna end up being a year player in the league, right? You know, I think what Tank said, it, he's gonna fall down. He's gonna end up sticking, bro. Because he's what you said. He's the dude that's willing to do anything to be on that football team. It's hard to cut guys like that, and he can make plays too. So I think he finds a way to stick in the league. You know, as a third, fourth receiver. Um, he would be a fit here. Just, you know, I wouldn't take him above several of these other guys we've already talked about, though. Now, the uh, I, the, I saw the comparison of him with Kadarius Tony, and I mean, man, uh, no way. I know, but I mean, like, you know, that, that was that was the one thing that the best thing that happened for Kadarius Tony is him getting traded to Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, Josh Downs, he's good at, you know, short receiving, long routes, deep threat. He's got good hands. So, I mean, yeah, I think he would be, you know, like you said, maybe third day, you know, third round. Uh, pick, you know, I think it would be a good steal if he's there, but you know, eventually, whatever team he gets picked up with, you know, he's going to be uh, he's, he's going to be pretty good for him. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let everyone I'm gonna let Evan lead this one, uh, because I, I was I was, was kind of saving it. I was I was let I'm, I'm gonna serve it up on a well, the next wide receiver bringing it up <laughs> to the table, wide receiver Zay Flowers out of Boston College, five um, nine, just like you like. You know, what's up with all these little motherfuckers? Last is full of them, man. Last slot. Well, and this is also Gail choosing, bro, because we got a couple people he put up here. Yo, this this is Ev. This is Ev's guy. He loaded these five lines. Hey, 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 Hollywood's got the floor here. Let Ev talk about his guy here. Let Ev talk about So, yeah, Zay, I started paying attention to a couple months ago, honestly. I caught some highlights a few months ago of seeing Zay. And to be honest with you, it's one of those things when you watch his tape that, like, I have the real like the the thought process of you. I just don't see a lot of guys move like this, man. The yeah. way he is able to just make guys miss. And to be honest with you, I get that they played two totally different positions. But when he has the ball in his hands, you know who he reminds me of is Reggie Bush, dude. Like I, I get Reggie Bush vibes just the way he is able to stop on a Reggie. dime. You don't remind me no fucking Reggie. All right, well I didn't play with Reggie. I watched Reggie. He was one of my favorites, and I, uh, I'm saying in the in the term of how he's able to stop on a dime, make a guy miss. He'll even yeah. cut all the way back across field and uh, still find a way to the end zone. That's what I'm saying in that regard, uh, okay, and that's what okay. I see in say Flowers is a Flower guy power. that is able to get to the end zone by any means necessary. And that's Flower something power. that I absolutely love. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, Mal brought something to my attention in the fact that he has a high drop rate. That's one thing to definitely <laughs> keep in mind. Hey, dude, I try, I try and keep it honest with uh, 
everything. I've, he's Flower my power. He's my favorite wide receiver <laughs> because I think that he's absolutely electrifying. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not going to rank him above JSN if I'm being all, all real with you because I think JSN is a complete package. But as far as Zay Flowers, man, I think he's explosive. I think yeah. he, uh, I think he can be an elite talent in this league, and that's why I would love if the Eagles took him at thirty. Yeah, I have oh, a no. receiver three, no. man. Um, end of the first, uh, same range, right? Like around that thirty pick. If you could get him in the second, I think that would be ideal. Uh, you know, uh, as you mentioned, just the ball with like him running with the ball in his hands, 40 career missed tackles forced is a lot of missed tackles forced throughout a career, man. So I think that just really speaks to his ability to move well in short area. Um, and he could take the ball to the house from anywhere. Yep. The, uh, but yeah, I got to get to it. Uh, 41.5% contested catch and 24 drops in his career for a 10.8% drop rate. Ugh, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. Dude. That's that's tough. When yeah. you're talking about somebody that small, well, we're just saying um, that that's, Shelter that's Brown, tough. Shelter Brown hit. We still won that game, Dick Tracy. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, push it. my bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, the thing about Zay Flowers, if you're talking wide, wide receiver three, and you think about some of the skill sets that you, know, you see him on jet sweeps, you see him on crossers, I think that's where his his athleticism uh, yeah. in open field. Drag route, son. Drag um, yeah, I mean he would he would kill he would kill over over the middle, and I think he's got that again. I'm not gonna say he's Steve Smith. Steve Smith has that pettiness that you like. No, no, I'm saying the pettiness factor. Yeah. Like when when I see a wide receiver, you have that pettiness he's factor. He's a dick. No, you, you want to be you want to be man, bro. Come on. I love it. I love it, man. But he's a dick. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, you get up, you know, you turn around, first down. Like you, you know what I'm saying. He's not gonna let you get away with bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I he's like a that. dog, bro. He's yeah. like I, I, I'll see some plays where you see, you see Quentin Johnson. He's as big as he is. You expect a guy to run through someone, yeah, and you're you like horsed. There's some things you just like. You know, like you like the physicality. You know? yeah, and uh, that the next prospect I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring up for uh, Mal. I'm gonna let him do his thing. Yes, yes sir. Uh, yes, sir. It's about time, uh, my boy. Uh, wide receiver Cedric. Uh, Tellman out of uh, Tennessee, another guy who, if you go back and watch some of his tape, um, I'll let, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Mal serve it up for you. Yeah, man. So I was watching Jalen Hyatt's 21 tape. I think it was versus Alabama. Um, and so that same game that you see Hyatt having 22, that was Cedric Tillman tearing them up in 21. He ran through Alabama, ran through Georgia, and so after that, I just kept grinding the tape. Um, but I, I'll get right to it. One of my favorite prospects in the whole draft. Second round pick, uh, I think that would make an excellent addition to this team. Play predominantly outside, but similar to Jalen Hyatt, he has a 15.8 career average depth of target. Again, so you're talking about a dude, 6'3", 213. That's also a deep threat uh, with a 72.2% contested catch in 21. <laughs> so, you know, all the things that I'm looking for, realistically, right, guys that could go up and get it, um, but always people that can that can catch it in traffic. Uh, you're talking about that with Tillman, and he's a blocker on the outside. Uh, one of the things you just want to see from big receivers, period, is becoming more adept at angles <laughs> as opposed to rounding off routes. Um, Tillman's definitely rounding off some of those out routes, and that'll get your quarterback pissed off real quick when somebody jumps underneath it. So, you know, some some route refinement, but, man, Cedric Tillman, listen, if y'all haven't gotten into him, get into his 21 tape um, or 22 versus Pitt, had three drops in that game but also dominated. Um, and when, when Hendon Herndon needed a play, 
he was not looking at Jalen Hyatt. He was looking at Cedric Tillman. So I'm gonna just leave yeah. it uh, after after speaking to Mal, and he I was like, he's like, who who are you who haven't you watched it? And then he told me Cedric Tillman. I went back, watched it, watched a lot of Cedric Tillman. Uh, I had to hit him up right away. I was like, let, hey man, I just want <laughs> before you, before you start your day, I just want to let you know. How, yeah. Yo, I, I was very uh, surprised with his game. Um, again, he's got that big body that you like. I'm not gonna say he's a, a super burner, but when he he dominates his space. So yeah. wide uh DB, defensive backs, they can't get through his once he once he boxes them out. We're talking about we're talking about the short game, you know, the yeah. slant game. Um, but then again, he can get up on you. Uh, and then he's got the size. Again, yeah. you start looking at these prospects, you know, six three, two thirteen. Yeah. I mean, look is, at those numbers. He, he those numbers like right he's there. Six, three, two, yeah. That's why receiver that's why receiver numbers right there. Six three. Yeah. It's the big body type. It's the big body, exactly. I mean, he's he done with these five nine one seven. Problems over there, miserable. I'm sorry, bro. But I mean, you finally someone. I mean, I mean, I, I'm looking at a lot of these boards, and they got him going like number nine and everything, and it's crazy. But yes, finally, a, a body like a body in this NFL draft that you know caught my attention i mean i'm pause. reading on some of the stuff yeah pause um i'm reading, I'm, I'm reading on some of the stuff. big receiver who plays big with the ball i mean he attacks it in the air very impressive with the balance and the body control you know what i mean so it's just like yep. that's that's a wide receiver right there that that got Tell attention so i'm just Tell i'm just it, saying i'm glad we finally i mean what what better person than to give that you know uh, uh <laughs> the wide receiver that 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 has the attention to Mal, you know what I'm saying? Hey, look. So, now, so, and, so we, we talk about Zach Pascal role. Could could he yes. take that? Yes. He's a goon, he's a yes. goon, bro. He's he's one. He's gonna be on my all dogs list when I come out in a little bit. But Cedric Tillman is on there. Um, and if you watch, like I love the pass blocking reps, right? Because yeah. the the offense that Tennessee ran, it's a lot of bubble screens. It's a lot of things where your wide receivers have to get in space and engage. Jalen did it okay. This man was horsing people, bro. Like he takes. He, yeah. he takes it. He takes it to heart to get Make his hands on folks and move them. Um, and so, you know, those are the things that I look at. And you know, I, when I was I was telling Gail when I was watching him, um, I saw a lot of Mike Williams in his last year at Clemson. Just that ability to just go up and get it, like a big dude you couldn't think could run fast is running by people that are supposed to be faster than him. Um, and then when you need to go get it, like he's on climb the ladder. So, yeah, man. I like yeah, him a lot. Dude, Matt Mal is the one that turned me on to Cedric, man. He's uh and and he's a beast. And and to, to build off all your guys' points, finally have a six three guy to talk about <laughs> here. Uh, I mean that I I, I'm I'm all about the big way. bodies in the league, man. And I, yeah. I, I, I truly don't get how I mean Devontae Smith is like a unicorn, dude. The way that right. he is is that size and he's able he's able but to he's do what he feet, does. Though. And That's he but he also feet. stays healthy too. I'm saying he's light yeah. and he's able to stay healthy when he's getting hit by enormous mountains of men. That's a meme. Get hit by mountains of man, bro. Yo, man, am I wrong? Oh, wow. Man, mountain. Well, again, Tim was going to be out here blocking and think like a smaller guy's like um josh downs you're not going to get that blocking uh, on the outside but i'm curious as to where because i feel like he's had a pretty wide range in a lot of um the drafts that i've seen right like, well, get, realistically get, where where does cedric tillman fall to you guys in, what in a second mid second bro i think teams are going to get him in they're building <laughs> look at him as like an athletic person 
talked to him about 22. He had a foot injury. He played through the foot injury, right? And so, like, you know, he – the man's tough, bro. You know, but I'm also not a GM. I don't know. But, yeah. you know, looking at him, I see a player that easily, had he played the same way in 22, might be the top wide receiver in his draft. So, right. um, you know, his 21 tape tells me everything, man. Now, I, I think – I personally think that they're going to get him in. And, like, I think he might go in the second round. Maybe yeah. to put the uh, foot injury, but it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those things where I don't even listen to the, the to the draft handles nowadays because nah. if they were if they were if they were good they would have had a job by now. <laughs> this man, yo, it's like this because yeah, I don't I don't know if you guys have been watching the draft as long as I have, but when Bill Polian told Mel Kiper who the fuck are you anyway, and mm-hmm. Bill Feinsman asked him the same thing when he was questioning the picks that was coming up, and he's like, that's why that's why Indianapolis is always drafted right here. That's why you're making up a draft every year because nobody will give you a draft because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, yeah, Mel Kuyper is terrible, but... Him and Todd McShay, that was... Yeah, they, 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 a lot of times they'd be bullshitting and, yeah. and they're, they're high on people who um who shouldn't they shouldn't be high on, so... Now, another prospect, uh, as we move right along, we're, we're trying to get to, trying to get to all these prospects. Uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of artwork. Um, I told my wife I'll be back in an hour. She was like, "Really?" She was like, "You said that the last time, so maybe you see I'm trying, man." Bro. Yeah, I, I, I told so my wife that every damn week. So, <laughs> so uh, wide receiver Tyler Scott out of Cincinnati, 5'10", 177. Again, you know, for his size, he's a he's an explosive dude. Um, can separate. Um, you know, he's a guy about, that. What about, the, what about for the real size of the NFL? How about we just get some real NFL motherfuckers up here? How about you just how about you just let me finish? Over there? You, already, you already did that though. You, you, you already did that. Though. So anyway, Tyler Scott, again, if you watch if you watch some of his tape, you you'll you look at um look at Jalen Jalen Wyatt, you know what I'm saying? And he's a guy that you're like, how did they leave this guy open? Uh he's just out there, you know. Um I'm not gonna say they didn't disrespect him, but they just left this guy open. He was just killing him. And you're, you're again. He's a guy that's. Uh, I think uh, I'm not gonna say he's low on people's radar, but I think a lot more people need to be talking about Tyler Scott. Yeah, man, he's a burner, man. Um, I like him uh, for his deep threat opportunity. Right, you're going back to the body type, so five ten, one seventy seven. I'm gonna have him as like an early third round pick right now. Uh, but scored on sixteen percent of his receptions went for touchdowns. So I like that kind of stuff. Um, he also had a 39 and a half inch vertical, uh, which for a guy at 5'10", you know, I, I'm a get behind because that means he could climb the ladder, go up and get it, uh, caught 55% of his catches in 22. So, you know, you're talking about somebody his size that's catching the ball above the 50% rate um, and damn near has a 40 inch vert. Uh, I'm interested, right? He's not a route technician. He's not a great route runner. So that's going to be tough for him um, and also has limited experience. Just didn't play a lot in college. But you see flashes on tape of somebody that can absolutely keep a defense honest. Um, and I don't think that he'd have the issues dropping it like Aguilar or Quez. You know, <clears> but <throat> also he just won't get open as easily as some of these other guys we've talked about. Yeah, we gotta real- talk, we gotta talk about the elephant in the room here. That- what kind what kind of wide receiver picks number twenty one? Well, that's uh, my favorite number. So I, I I'm Desmond I Desmond Howard. <laughs> on the Heisman in twenty one. Nah. Nah. I mean, he, I mean, he won the Heisman in twenty one. I, I was like, at that at that time, I was just pretty good season. Yeah, he, I was he, like, he's Schuler wore number twenty one too. Nah, nah. Who said he's Schuler? Yeah. Oh, t- <laughs> quarterback. Hey, 
another guy, um, I'm, I'm keeping this one for the hometown Penn Staters, but uh, Parker Washington, a guy who also he also plays special teams. So when you're talking about some of the guys uh, that could possibly return reliable as a, a slot, maybe on, 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 at the next level, but a guy a, a lot of people seem to be high on. Um, what do you got? What are your guys' thoughts on Parker Washington from We Are? Uh, I mean, I mean, we're, we're starting, in my opinion, we're starting to get in the back end. Uh, this is a day yeah. three guy, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. it, it, it's and you think about Parker the day Washington three wide receivers those. that the Eagles have taken in the past. We're talking about the likes of Quez Watkins, John Hightower. He falls in that sort of, you know, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't sort of thing. Yeah, I have him outside my top ten. Um, you know, there are definitely other players that I would be more interested in. Uh, yeah, even man. in the third round. So, you know, right, it's folks wrong. we haven't even gotten to yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, yeah, Parker Washington. Like, special teams matters, though. But, you yeah. know, not somebody I'll be running Again, to the podium. We're, talk, we're talking about replace Britton Covey. Yeah, but, I'd rather keep well, Britton Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, look at you. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> I'd rather keep Britton Covey. I'm probably going to piss a lot of people off in the comments. You know what I mean? Because listen, man. But it is what it is. I'm gonna stay. What I'm gonna stick to what I said. I'd rather stick with Covey. Right now, Covey don't have no fucking job. I'm sorry. He's got a job on TikTok. He trying to take that man whole employment from him, bro. He sure is, man. (laughs) He said you don't even have a job. (laughs) (laughs) They got a whole contract, so Yeah, you talk to Rock. The fuck out of here. If I bring somebody in there that that moves two two yards upfield. Yeah, where my man's at, Gail? Um, let's see. Where's, where's, where's Charlie Jones? Which one? Uh, which 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 one would this man's be? At Perry. Last, man, get him out of here too. At Perry. Get him out of here. At nah, Perry. Man, Marvin Mims Jr. Man, with it, with that real. Oh, look at. Yeah. yeah. Say, say thanks, for the, let's thanks go. for the thanks for the graphics. Thanks for the graphics. Yeah. I like Marlon, but damn. let's go. Let's go. Talk talk about Marvin Mims, my guy. Yeah, yeah, nah, that's my man too. Um, I got excited about him because of his release package, right? That like when you when you talk about a wide receiver that played most of his slots, most of his snaps outside at 5'10, uh man, like I get excited about Marvin Mims, dude. And you talk about Devontae Smith's route running ability. He isn't there, but he is somebody that clearly is taking a lot of time going through his routes, going through his releases. Uh, so I appreciate that from him. Uh, also a deep threat too, 16.7 average depth of, tar- depth of target, 2.95 yards per route run. That's healthy, man, right? So you're talking about people that can get open way, way down the field um, and also make the catches that you need. Only nine career drops. So you're talking about somebody that's shorthanded as well. Um, only 46.7% contested catch. So his play strength is definitely a thing. He won't necessarily play through contact. Uh, but Marvin Mims for me in the mid-second round, I'll be all over it. Yeah, like, I like I like I like mainly like Marvin Long because his arm. If you pay attention, he's got the long arms. He's uh, and he'd um, and he for a smaller dude, right? For a small dude. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. For a small dude, he got the, got the and and, and if you're up and grab the rock too, so. If you're looking yeah. for a legitimate replacement for Quez Watkins, we're talking about an absolute upgrade right here, man. I mean, yeah. um, like th- th- this is a guy, like you said, he's got nine career drops. That's the opposite yeah, of what tough. we're looking for in uh, in Quez Watkins, and he has the speed. Right. We're talking four three nine speed, Cabrera, and bro. and yeah. and on top of that, for his career, nineteen and a half yards per catch. 
Yeah, come on, bro. Dude's a home run hitter, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And the thing you like about him, he's 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 consistent. You know, yeah. with the hands. Uh, at the end of the day, he's he's a ver- he's a vertical threat as well. Um, I think he's well rounded um, player. I think yeah, he's he's a playmaker, man. Um, and again, you know, he keeps showing up. So Jay, 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 uh, Jay, Jay, Jay doesn't Jay like doesn't, him. Yeah, Jay, can we we gotta get <laughs> we're you on the show? So you can expand bro. on your doodle comment, bro. Because <laughs> yeah. we're gonna need a little bit more than that, bro. Yeah, we. Will. <laughs> <laughs> he said. Do do right. <laughs> he called the shit poop. Uh, another guy. Um, I'll bring up. Should we wait for uh Jay to respond? I think we should just keep no, it rolling. Yeah, keep we'll keep it moving. Michigan State, Jaden Reed. Uh, he's the yeah. guy that he shined down at the uh, Senior Bowl. When I when I when I start talking about him as a prospect, talking I'm talking about like. You know, third to fourth round. If you if yeah. you can get him later, yeah. that's a guy who can again return punts and give you a upgrade at your wide receiver four or tough yeah. or five. Or you know, he's a guy that you could you could develop. And I think uh, at the end of the day, he's a guy that just kept popping off the Senior Bowl. No one could cover him. Um, and you're hoping that when you when you talk about day three guys that to fill in, he's a guy that you could develop with special teams ability. Yeah, man. I had him at wide receiver 10 right before A.T. Perry. Um, yeah. You kept talking about this dude nonstop. So finally went in there and, and really uh, did the tape assessment. I liked it. So his career was weird. He had a great 21, yeah. not great 22, never broke a thousand yards, but also has five career punt return touchdowns, right? Like almost a thousand punt return or kick return yards in his career. So like you said, he offers those the opportunity to uh, be a multiple like contributor um, also has that dog in him. When you see him play, he's, he's one of those dudes that clearly uh, enjoys blocking, doing the dirty parts of the game. So I'm all for that. Had a 64.7 contested catch in 22 um, with a much lower number in 21. He's an enigma to me, bro. I, I don't know which one he is, right? Do you oh. see him in 21 or see him in 22? Which of those receivers is he? Yeah. Well, with the stats that you just broke down, I mean, these are the these are the wide receivers that I really like the most that are coming at the later rounds. I feel like that's where you're going to get the most um, energy from those guys that are really, you know, hungry. Like yeah, you said, right. he's a dog. So, I mean, like, yeah. those are the ones that I look forward to the most. All those other ones that go into the high rounds, my, you know, mind you, we, we, we got a steal two years ago with Devontae, right. but... I, you know, as as time goes on, I just feel like the ones that come out of the later rounds are the ones that are the most explosive and are, are the hungriest when it goes into uh, preseason and and trying to get a, a roster spot. So another middle round prospect. Uh, I know we're gonna go back to the size size prospects for y'all. Oh Five eight one sixty five. Uh, can sh- you know he he yeah, could he, he could change direction in, in uh, on a you know stop on a dime, but yeah. you know we talk about mid round explosiveness later on um tank dell yeah. he, he 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 did it down at the senior bowl it's, i mean that's a small that's a small dude man yeah that is a that is a small dude uh anyone he got the you, hey before you kill him he's got the same name as you uh, yeah, but we, are going, <laughs> we are going through the smurfs we, we are just, going we through, we through, through the all the smurfs all right, besides but, but, the size. But, but, we, 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 the, the other problem, exactly. I mean, like, what's the thing we've been saying this entire podcast? If you're going to be that small, you got to be able to catch the ball. Now, yeah. what's his drop rate? 
His drop rate is atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, talking about, we're talking about a 5'8", 165 person that can't catch the ball. It's a ball. I mean, that, that's all you need to know right there. Well, yeah. and that's the tough part with him, right, yeah. is that at that size, his drop rate um, isn't what you would want it to be. But I'll be honest, I wasn't as out with him as I was with Quentin Johnson. Right. Johnson, just because, you know, Tank Dell is electric. Um, and I also think that, he made an impression on me at the senior bowl. So Vic talking about contested catches, he yeah. actually did a pretty good job at that in one-on-ones at the senior bowl. So I think that he was Thanks, able Vic. to show he was a little bit better of a player than maybe some of us thought. And that forced me to go back and watch tape again. Um, and also last year, he played very well against Sauce Gardner and Kobe Bryant in that Houston-Cincinnati game. So you see him go against NFL caliber corners um, and he succeeded. So, you know, it kept drops, man. It, it, it's always going to come down to drops. Nothing could deflate you more than watching somebody wide open dropping a damn pass. Yo. The thing is, the thing Mark, with him is, yeah. is he's a he's a he's a playmaker, and For he sure. has he has the big play ability. And yeah. then again, we're talking about special teams, and we're talking about we're, we're not talking about the first second like round. We're talking about, about mid mid round. Um, so just go watch the tape and then see what he puts on on tape, and then you're like, all right. This is what why it makes sense. He's smaller. Later rounds, you take take a flyer on on these type of dudes. And but, it's uh, only an eight point six percent drop, right? But he has twenty two total. Um, but that's on three hundred forty seven targets. So there's a dude that saw a lot of work in college. Uh, I, I like Tank, man. I think that he could turn this offense. You put Jameer Gibbs and Tank Bell into this offense, and this thing blows wide open. Yeah. Um, and so you know, I get excited about stuff like that. They're calling you Gargamel in the chat. That's <laughs> what you got, Dick Tracy. All these, all these fucking Smurfs we talking about. I didn't know we was going to be talking about all these Smurfs. <laughs> it's been said Smurfs five times. <laughs> no, it's like if you look at it, I was like, Thank God uh, this isn't Beetlejuice. Yeah, I know. Beetlejuice. <laughs> uh, you, don't, you don't want to draft a little Bow Wow? Fuck no. That looks I, like a I'm not making a rap album. I'm playing a football game. 38 missed tackles forced in two years, right? Like, you're talking about a baller, man. He might be small, but he could play some football. So, uh, one of our... We play against the big dogs. So, we, we want to get you a big wide receiver that you can look and talk about. Whatever. Um, Whatever. Wide receiver, A.T. <laughs> A.T. Perry at a Wake Forest. He's 6'4", Tank. 198 pounds. Um, like he's 40. Yeah, it looks like... Uh, interesting. Interesting. He don't look like you 40. He looked like he's got good credit. <laughs> look like a in the front of the class, bro. He definitely. You know, me, 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 and Mal talked about At Perry. What you think about yeah. At Perry's game? He's a, he's a, he's a little lanky. He is the oddest route runner I've ever watched. <laughs> he runs the strangest routes I've ever seen in my life, and it's sort of hard to like get over because it's just so weird. Um, but also, he wasn't the big catch receiver. For them, it was their number 80, their freshman. Uh, that's a heck of a ball player. But uh, 40% contested catches with that body type. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan. 10%, 10.4% drop percentage, right? Like you're talking about a dude with 20 career drops. That's also not making contested catches at a high enough rate. I, I mean, and early day three, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, like, he has to figure out who he is as a wide receiver. Um, but everybody, if you haven't, please go to Wake Forest. Go watch him run routes and then come and holler at me on Twitter. It's the wildest thing I've ever seen. What did you know? The funniest thing about is when he 
he pre- when Gail presented him to me, I said, "Who the fuck looks at Wake Forest for Hawthorne? Wake Forest is no. I, when I look at, I think of Wake Forest. I think of a, of a defensive-minded squad. Hmm. I don't. I didn't think. Of, I never thought of their offense as being nobody you can go just Boy. pick up and get. I mean, they you, know, you know, you know, you uh, know, uh, Seahawks starting running back is right. Who? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who? Kenny. Kenny. He went. He went to Wake Forest. W three. He balled out at Wake Forest too. Uh, he, Wake Forest. Kenny Walker, Kenny Walker, the third from Seattle. Seattle's running back. That's uh, that's also that's Evans Michigan Boo. State. That's Evans Boo. He he that's he. he transferred. He transferred. But he, he got drafted out of Michigan State. Yeah. He at Michigan State. He was a running back. Like I said, when you put <laughs> nigga fucking Wake Forest, you don't think of offense. He, what did you draft his run? I'm just, I'm just giving it. Shout out to his album, Mar. Hey, who was the other wide receiver drafted in the second round? Dick of, Tracy. Why do you sound like you're across the room? Yeah. Uh, because I'm yelling. Put your lips up to the mic, pal. No. Oh, baby. <laughs> I'm a man. Oh, oh baby. Uh, that's what people are saying in the chat. They, they're calling you Gargamel right now. Uh, did you uh, watch Kayshawn? This is, I mean, for Boutte. best Boutte. draft names in the draft. Boutte. Has anyone lost more money yeah. in a year than Kayshawn Boutte? Dude, Kayshawn Boutte. going into the season, he was like a lot. He was like the wide receiver one and plummeted, yo. Uh, it, it's, I, I don't know, man. I think that they're, I don't know. I mean, he like doesn't look like a terrible football player right but he just he just got do you think it was the lack of help around him I don't or too much so. too much uh, booty uh, jesus lord <laughs> I, I don't think it was too much booty either um I, I think honestly when you look at it go look at his 10 yard split i think that tells you a pretty significant story right like he ran a 40 yard dash that was similar to tank dell his his 10 yard split was about, towards the end of the first like was towards the worst in the in the draft class, and so I think really it's a lack of explosiveness um, mixed with uh, a not well refined route tree. Um, he doesn't really have like an elevated release package for somebody his his age and, and his you know year of experience in college. So uh, you know I think that as a coaching staff you will have to believe a that there's still potential there, and then b like I've been saying he can come <laughs> in and play special teams. I don't know, bro. Mm. Yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, he's got the vertical ability, um, you know, uh, definitely a, a playmaker. But again, um, we'll see. I mean, a lot of people. Hey, my battery's running. Love away. some booty. <laughs> Everybody loves some booty. I like booty as much as the next person, but Boutte, not not so much. You know, other just other quick shout outs. Wide receiver uh, Trey Palmer from Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, she writes from SMU. Uh, that's one of uh, Tank's yeah. favorites. Really, Tank? Tank, but you also like McBride, man. So I'm, I'm done with you now, man. You like these slow people that don't do nothing, don't, don't got nothing with them, man. Yeah, they, they do. That's, that's why he was at the combine. He makes plays. I like, like Rice just because he, he his speed and he can catch the ball. Yeah. He, now, Todd, Todd, Todd says uh, he had a 300-yard Three tutty game as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Like he, that's the that's what I'm saying. Like his, you you don't want to see a person balling as a freshman and yeah. declare and, and shambles 
right? That like what happened, that's the opposite of yeah. what you're looking for in a trajectory. And so if you get in him mid to late day three, I'm not going to say no to anything, right? That like if he's a football player, the coaching staff and, and all of them vet him and it makes sense to bring him in, you're not going to hear me argue with that. They, they're the professionals. They get paid well to do this. But, you know, you're again, you never want to. Flyer. Flyer guy. Right. He's flyer more of a guy. flyer guy than, like, some of the other dudes we've talked about that started off rough and maybe over time got incre- incrementally better. And, and while, like, while we're on this topic of, like, developing wide receivers, what's your guys' thoughts on uh, Moorhead? Like, do you think that if we were to bring in a project-type wide receiver, he would be a good enough coach to be able to – to figure them out or are or, or we, I don't know, more reliant on just getting a more talent a guy that's already got talent coming in. Well, I mean, you said it yourself, it's all about getting better every day. Right. So, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, that's what, that's, that, that's the aspect of it all. Like just going in there and trying to find that, that next level dude out of yeah. all this, out of all this talent that's coming onto the squad. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, I think that that's basically what his job is, is to go ahead and find that talent. So, yeah, I think, I think that's something he should definitely focus on. <clears throat> Now, uh, what's one called? Who's who's asking about Puka? Have Puka. you have you have you watched Puka? I know Puka, Stephen Puka. Bit. I know a Puka. I don't know a Puka. Yeah, I've, people been screaming about him for the longest. Um, Tim, I think yeah, Tim Perkins. Six, I think two, he was really the first one. Yeah, talking about it. I mean, sixty-one point eight percent contested catch, eight point five percent drop rate. Uh, isn't like a highly used dude, right? We talked three hundred forty-seven career targets for Tank Dell. Uh, Puka has 155. So I think that he's still somebody that we, we don't know exactly what he is. But I will say, you know, as a day three pick, uh, I think he does profile as somebody that could come in and give you some special teams reps. And so, you know, I mean, again, dudes this late, it's like we talked about that glob of running backs, right? It's sort of like pick your preference type of thing. Um, and so I think, you know, we have a void for a, a, a wide receiver that could come in and maul people. Could be Puka. Uh, my last guy I'm bringing up, um, you know, uh, Jonathan Bingo at Ole Miss again, yeah. big body type. He's got the rack ability. Uh, he plays very strong. Um, again, you know, he's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna be the burner where like you know he separates the top of his routes. But I think you talk about a guy down by the end zone. Uh, he, he could definitely uh, body out some some smaller dudes. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're sticking around for this talk, I mean, it's obviously you're you have issues. If you you love the draft <laughs> as much as we do, you have issues, and we love that. We we do we do love that. Um, but uh, let's see. I mean, before we get out, I want to just talk about uh, um, you know, we just want to give a shout out to Philly Sports Trips. Yes, I was about to say we got a we still got a trip going down to the draft, the actual draft for all this. Uh, all this meeting that we're doing about the draft won't be in vain. I'll say what's up to some of the guys. And I'm going, uh, I just uh, res- uh, put re- on, res- on reservation a party with the, the legends and all the young bucks at the Lowe's Hotel. It's going to be a stone cold brew. No. Are you uh, Are you going to have some, uh, what are you going to be sipping on? Private stock? Uh, probably some, probably some, something that, that'll sterilize me. Some ripple? No. It's, uh, it's Kansas City, so. I'm probably gonna be eating a barbecue sandwich uh, and drinking a pat blue ribbon. Night train 2020. <laughs> Night train, man, you taking it back to what we were kids. Night train. OE. This man talking still reserve activities. <laughs> Yo, you got people asking for the for the mock drive, Gail. What you gonna do? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm 
trying to yeah, I'm trying to stay married. Hey, <laughs> we could we could we could we could definitely hit up a mock draft on Thursday if you guys are around or are up to it. Um and take a different swing at it, different perspective. We did yep. Bijan Stan first one, and then second second time we did what defensive kind of yeah. What did we do? Did we do do we do Jalen? Yeah, we now nah, I think we moved back and took uh Nolan Smith. We did something, we did no, something. No, we could, no, we, did we move back and take Jalen? Did we take Jalen Carter? You moved who back took, and bro. took Jalen Carter? Yeah, yeah no. because they that think they, the, the knock on him is, is like um the one the one thing about Jalen Carter well, I think we're going to be able to get him is mm. because they think they think that he doesn't have the worth ethic and, and everything. And so yeah. some people are, are not gonna take him until probably number ten. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I, I'm I'm trying to get Tyree Wilson. I'm trying to get Tyree, man. Um <laughs> hey, how big was Dante? Dante who Culpepper? No, um what's his name? The human joystick. Oh he's one eighty. No, I'm just saying it was like five seven, five eight, one eighty though. Yeah. He he wasn't five six. You don't, it's not too many people that size being successful in the NFL. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Well, you're 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 running back out of uh Kansas. That's my man, Deuce Vaughn. Kansas State. Kansas State. I don't know that he makes it in the NFL, but he's a hell of a football <laughs> player, man. Uh but also Somebody before we get a give him a shot though. Good. I want to give a shout out to Conchi Bakery. Uh we wanted out there this weekend, uh celebrating their 50th anniversary That's out nice. there uh they're big people, uh, uh, part of the community, man. Uh, just to see all those people out there celebrating them, seeing the whole family have a good time. Uh, awesome. Prime brought his kids and, and wifey, and uh, you know, just enjoying the day. I'm uh, Prime didn't get his face painted. What? You didn't get your face painted, Prime? <laughs> no, I didn't have a chance to. He was about to. I was like, bro, come on. <laughs> For the let's. let's... Put Let's a real save. prime on him on his face. <laughs> but, but, but you see, but you see when you said, "Yo, come on," I respected that, right? All right, so right now, come on, let's go, let's, let's go. Well, uh, said wrap it up. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, is it Taco Tuesday? Taco Tuesday, bro. Mal, Mal, in a couple years is gonna feel this pain. Got to put the kids put to sleep. Yeah, 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 right, let's go. Like, I totally right, know. Understand. <laughs> guy this That's guy are you putting yourself I, in the bathroom no that, that, that was them that brought that up oh oh <laughs> well, while we're at it man why don't we go just, last oh. why don't we go last word man you just said the last word because prime's, prime's gotta go go ahead prime do your last word since you want to get out of here nah man you know what i mean it's always fun to go ahead and do these uh talk to pro talk about you know these prospects for the nfl draft and everything but um yeah let's uh wrap this bitch up and uh be safe no burns <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Uh, let's wrap this bitch up. Who's next? <laughs> Apparently, we all just saying wrap this bitch up. So let's wrap this bitch up. Wrap the bitch up. Uh, go birds. Go birds. I'm, I'm bucking the system. See, I'm not. I'm not letting Mal. Waiting. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I got another thirty minutes of talking about why Zay Flowers. I'll personally come and pay you a visit. No, I just want to uh, thank everybody that uh, that's still listening. I mean, uh, we love you guys for being football freaks, just like us. Yeah. Uh, being Absolutely. NFL fans all year long. Uh, Zay Flowers is still that dude. Go Burks. He is. He is. Mm. He is. Mm. Uh, appreciate you draft sickos sticking around again. Yes. This yeah. is what we do during the offseason. Obviously, we, we party. We talk about the Eagles constantly. But in the offseason, 
we're going to get in and watch some of these guys and then tell you our really true thoughts on them, even if they're not, you know, you know, we'll, we'll let Wait everyone. Huh? You said we're going to tell you our, our true thoughts, even if they're, that's not how you did that. No, I was gonna say because I was, I was, because I was gonna, I was gonna transition to over to, uh, to uh, Ev, even even though he loves Zay Flowers more than the next guy. But anyway, we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly Eagles, fly.